Welcome to Dr. J's Path to Success podcast. Dr. James Fetish is a successful practice owner, best-selling author, and speaker. Listen in as he shares his secrets to a successful business and a successful life. So now, here's Dr. J. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. So this episode is going to be about internal versus external marketing. So we're talking about internal versus external marketing. So before we get started, you probably noticed that we added a couple of interviews the last couple of weeks. Um, so it's not going to turn into an interview podcast, but we are going to have some selected interviews. And I promise you it will be very selective, just having people that really think it would be value to you. Uh, with good information, interesting stories, and things that can really be of good value. And of course, we're going to keep them short, so we're not going to get on to these hour-long interviews. So I know you tune into the podcast for nice short bits of information on your way to work or on your way to the gym or whatever you're doing. But we're going to have some interviews in there, here and there, just for your knowledge. But most of us is going to be still just me kind of giving you this information. So this episode, we're going to talk about internal versus external marketing. So this is a big thing that we talk about a lot of my coaching clients uh, out there. So we're going to go through internal versus external marketing. So again, you know, in the interview with Dr. Tyson, you probably heard him talking about how he took his book written for a podiatrist and explored it out to other professions. And what you find out with businesses is that there's really not many different types of businesses. We all kind of run by a lot of the same rules. So a lot of the stuff that we talk about is going to cross over everywhere. So today we're talking about internal versus external marketing and uh, how you got to do it and some good tips and tricks and kind of what that means. So internal marketing just basically means a promotion you're going to do to your existing customers. Um, so you're marketing to your consumers already. So you probably heard this stuff people talk about. It's much easier to keep the customer you have. And, uh, you know, we always talk about referrals in just about any kind of business that we're running. So internal marketing is aimed at increasing your business with your existing customers. Um, so there's only a couple ways to grow your business, no matter what it is, chiropractic, physical therapy, acupuncture, yoga studio coffee shop right to get existing customers spend more money in there or get new customers to come in but the key to really explode and put gasoline on your business is to do both and that's kind of what we're going to talk about but internal is going to get your customers to spend more and hopefully refer more as well so in healthcare you know we've always said referrals are the best patients and that's certainly true and that's any business too if you own a yoga studio and getting you know some woman that's coming to your yoga class's friend coming in is usually going to be a better customer than you know just a random person off the street that shows up to the class you know the woman's friend's already coming in she's going to say nice things about the place, etc. So that's going to be a better customer. So these things talk about with internal marketing. But also when we're internally marketing our patients or customers, we're going to notice that they're going to hopefully come in more as well. So saying we're going to use yoga since I'm always using healthcare examples, but you know someone comes to yoga class once a month, but we're start marketing to her or him. Now they're coming in twice a month to class. You know, you just doubled the revenue off of that customer. And that's the same with just about any business, coffee shop, yoga, etc. Um, so a lot of us like to focus on external marketing, getting new customers in the door, which of course we're going to talk about. But, you know, it's a lot cheaper and easier to keep a customer that you already have coming back in by marketing to them. And you can't just take them for granted. So most businesses are taking their customers for granted. They just assume they're going to keep coming in. And they don't really do anything about it if they stop coming in. So it's really important to keep them coming in, keep them top of mind. And if they do stop coming in for any good reason... Um, you know, you should you should know about it and you should do something about it as well. You know, Dan Kennedy tells a story of a, you know, an older gentleman that comes to a coffee shop every Tuesday for, you know, 20 years, has breakfast with his friends and, you know, misses one week and, you know, the owner's calling up, are you all right, anything happened? And, you know, just had an event. But as soon as he missed the one time, he's calling him. So we're not going to be quite that assertive with us, but you do want to uh, keep in touch with your active customers and also keep in touch with inactive customers and also keep things exciting in the office. So we're going to talk more about internal or business, whatever you're doing. So external marketing is going to be things you do to people that aren't, don't know your business, don't come in, 
or maybe they're you know vaguely familiar, but they're not active customers in the business, and it's things to help bring them in the door. So we're going to go through both of these in the podcast today, and obviously there's just dozens, and not even dozens, hundreds of techniques for internal and external marketing uh, that we can go through. But uh, we're going to go through a little bit internal, then we'll switch over to external today. So internal marketing things to keep your existing customers in the practice or in the business, and there are things to uh, you know get them to refer more and be more active with it. So you know increasing the transaction size or how much they buy, and if transaction frequency or how many times they buy. So again, the yoga person coming in once a month is not as valuable as the yoga person coming in once a week, right? And if we can market to them and increase that number, that's going to be the easiest way to increase your business. Especially on just signed a new coaching client. He's got a really good practice for a solo doc and seen a lot of people. And he's been doing it a long time, good referral sources. So you're marketing to people already coming in, getting them to refer and come in more often is going to be much more profitable than he doesn't need to go out and get external marketing clients. So internal marketing, what are we going to talk about? It's one thing that you know I recommend. And again, this I got this from Dan Kennedy's newsletter, a physical actual newsletter. Um, so you're going to send them an actual newsletter in the mail. Um, so I'm still a big fan of that. You're going to send them a newsletter. Uh, we send birthday cards to them. So they're going to get a physical birthday card in the mail, a physical newsletter from me. And they're going to get postcard mailings, those kind of things. So you want to be in touch with them. I'm still a big fan of direct mail, as most of you know. So I want to be in touch with them. You know, 14, 15 times a year, probably even more through some sort of direct mail piece. So definitely a newsletter is good. And that newsletter is going to work for just about any business. People say, oh, it doesn't work for mine. Um, if you are in health and chiropractic, a lot of my listeners are. There's a company we use for our coaching clients, Stony Brook Publishing. If you email me, drfetich at drjamesfetich.com, I'll give you their contact to give our coaching clients a little discount. So you can get the newsletter at a little discount being a listener. But uh, they'll do the newsletter for you. Most industries are coming to do it for you. It's great to do it on your own, but I found just about no entrepreneurs are going to do that because it's very time-consuming, and uh, we just don't get it done. So it's good to have a company do it. Stony Brook is great because it's a four-page newsletter. You customize the fourth page. They have the material for the first three. And they do dentists, chiropractors, a couple other specialties. And uh, so you do one page of custom content. Three pages are done. And the nice thing is Sherry, my sales rep, will kind of call and yell at me if I don't have it done on time. And they make sure that you get it out every month, which is great. So, And the prices are really good, too. There's other services out there, too. So a paper newsletter is great. Birthday cards are great. Stony Brook does our birthday cards as well. They do Christmas and Thanksgiving. So if you do a birthday card, Christmas, Thanksgiving, monthly newsletter, we're now 15 times you're in their mailbox, which is good. The more times you're in the mailbox, the better your retention, better your referrals. All those numbers are going to go up as they hear from you a little bit more so we're gonna do things like that there's a more direct mail strategies we can't get into all that in one episode of the podcast uh, but we're gonna do stuff like that the other way we're gonna do internally market our practice or our business no matter what you're doing is to have internal fun events so we just got over our saint patrick's day party we had a big party on a saturday down the office we had games for the kids we've had live music bounty games and then for my healthcare practices, it's patient patient appreciation day, right? And we do, you know, some promotionals on getting patients in the door as well. So we do a party, but every single month there's an internal event. So if you get our book, Secrets of a Million Dollar Practice, I go through our internal calendar in there. It's a big chunk of the book, explains how to do something for every single month. A lot of offices do some of this stuff, but they do it three or four months a year. Our clinic, we do every single month there's something going on. There's a giveaway, uh, spin the prize wheel, there's the balloon promotion, there's always a promotion going on to keep the people engaged and interested. People stop coming into businesses because they get bored. You know, think about a restaurant that never changes their menu. If you notice like a good restaurant, every couple months you go there, the menu changes up a little bit. Like one of our favorite places, it's such a very similar menu, but every season they just make a twist. You know, so there's always a great filet mignon on there that's pretty similar, but you know, the spring and summer filet entree is just a little different, right? And the place is really busy. 
You don't, you know, change it crazy. So it's same with your business. You're not ripping the walls out every three months, but you're doing a slightly different promotion. You're doing something different to keep people engaged. One thing I heard a long time ago is, you know, just move the pictures around in your office. People get bored of looking at the same thing, just mixing it up. And uh, one of the oldest practice tips or business tips, again, I say practice because that's what I coach more of, but um, you know, it all applies to anything. Again, a yoga studio, a coffee shop is to paint the place. So you know, they said one way to pick up business is just about any business is go get a paint job. Right? You change the color of the paint, people get interested, they're engaged more, they get excited, the numbers go up in any kind of business. So um, just changing things up a little bit. But again, you have something every single month going on and you change them up a little bit. You know, we, we do this open house thing twice a year. The details are in the book or if you're coaching clients on the website. Um, but you know, we do this a couple times a year, but we just did a little different the first time this year. We tied it in with St. Patrick's Day. We've tied it in with Easter. We do some different engage and basically you gotta have something like that every single month, internally engaging the people, keep them interested in your business and hopefully boosting referrals up, right? So we gotta have internal going on all the time. Now we, you know, what stages do you more or the other? Now, if you just started a business and you're, you know, five weeks old and you have one yoga client or one guy that comes in for coffee once a week, doing a lot of internal promotions is not going to make a lot of sense. Now you want to set these things up and, you know, the birthday card, newsletter and the events every, and you should still have an event every month. I mean, that's just the basics of the internal marketing. You know, the clients are book readers and know that there's a lot more to it, but you know, at least that you're going to direct mail, newsletter, birthday cards, holiday cards, an event going on in the, in the business every single month. And no matter what kind of business it is, there's probably an idea in my book, but even not, there's always something you can have going on. But that's just kind of the start of it. But if you're just starting out, you're newer, or you need more new patients or new clients, we got to do some external marketing. But the way to fuel fire is to do both. And that's kind of we're still at. After 15 years, we're doing a ton of internal stuff, 10 of external stuff, just always marketing internal and external. So what's external marketing? You know, all the stuff you kind of hear about in all the books, all the more sexy stuff. Yeah, and that's why in my book I spend a lot of time in the internal because you know everybody's talking about internet marketing, Facebook ads, all that kind of stuff. But we forget, especially you've been around for more than even just a couple of years, you can get a lot more bang for your buck with internal. And even this Saturday, I think we did this open house. We probably signed up about 20 new clients, which if you're healthcare, you know that's a lot um, in in two or three hours, and it cost me you know 500 bucks in food. And if the whole thing cost me a thousand bucks, I'd be surprised. And, uh, you know, 20 new customers. So if you're in healthcare, you know those numbers are really good. We're getting, you know, fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars per new client. Um, and so you're talking at like a 25, 30 to 1 return on doing this open house, right? You can't beat that. There's not too many Facebook ads that are going to do that, et cetera. So there's a real good bang for the buck that way if you've been around a while. But you still need to externally market as well. So we do both. We'd spend a lot of money on both internal and external. Internal actually is usually less money, but sometimes a little bit more work. And external. So what are some examples? So you're bringing people in the door, Facebook ads. Um, you know, I've spoken at seminars all over the country about how to run Facebook ads for healthcare practices. So Facebook ads are great. Video ads are still where it's at in this year for most people. There's really all kinds of strategies in there. And there's some more info on the website and some free stuff there as well on that. But uh, Facebook ads are great. YouTube. Another great way to do it. And these don't have to cost money. You can do YouTube videos for no cost and publish them out there. I like doing a lot of YouTube videos out there. And we talk about different conditions people have, interview patients, testimonials, or great YouTube stuff. We're going to have that out there as well. And then all the traditional stuff that you think about when you think about advertising a business. We're talking about you know TV commercials, billboards, direct mail, all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot out there. And it's kind of part of the problem now. You know, when I started even 14 years ago, there wasn't Facebook. There wasn't um, all this stuff going on 15 years ago. And we did a lot of, uh, you know, we started off newspaper advertising and direct mail. And that was really it when you were starting out. Now, as your budget gets higher, we can move to other mediums. So we want to kind of go through that a little bit. So you got to have a good website. You got to have some good SEO. I still like Google AdWords or getting people to you paying for 
clicks on your website. I still like that strategy. You need to be top there. Also, normal SEO search ranking too. There's a lot of companies that can do that for you. If you're a client, you know our guy can take good care of you. If you want information, again, email me. I can set you up with them. There's a lot of companies out there do that. A lot of shysters out there too. So make sure you get a good referral for these internet marketing companies. I have way too many coaching clients. You know, there's so many, so much business on the, getting patients and customers online, but there's so many shysters selling these internet marketing programs. It's it's like every coaching client I have has gotten gotten messed over with with one of these companies. So just be real careful. Um, but anyways, you can do YouTube videos for free. You can do Facebook for free. I do like doing ads on Facebook, but you can spend a couple hundred bucks a month there. I still like pay-per-click on Google, making sure you pay to be on top of the search results. So that's kind of the basis of internet marketing. For most businesses, you're getting a little crazy with, you know, there's Yelp and all these other websites and stuff. And there's strategies for all that. And we do have a course on uh, internet marketing your business on the website as well. Um, but those are some good things you can do. And then all the old strategies to think about. You know, direct mail is still really good. We do really good with direct mail. Uh, one of the good strategies is those EDDM mailers, every door direct mail. That's for the U.S. Postal Service. And basically, you can just select an area. It's kind of carrier routes, not quite zip codes. It's more fine-tuned than zip codes. And blast them with, a, with different size postcards, basically, for a much lower rate than regular mail. It's a great strategy to get your name out there if you're new. You know, just farming the neighborhood, hitting the neighborhood up. Um, and then some other strategies you might not think about. So, like, we've been doing some TV. We've messed around with TV here and there. You know, years ago, TV was very cost-prohibitive. Most of us couldn't afford it. Nowadays, the rates have come way down if you get these local stations. I mean, we're, we're doing reasonably well with some TV ads. Um, TV is, is a little more advanced. I don't recommend if you're new or low budget. But with us spending a lot of money online and a lot of direct mail, people are seeing us a lot. And TV kind of adds on to that impression of the practice or the business so it's an add-on it's a little more advanced but just so you know if you're if you're at that point it has come down in the rates and you can get some good tv ads for a lot less money than you used to so that's definitely a nice thing to get out there and newspaper direct mail we talked about billboards all those strategies are external so how are we going to balance this all out again some of it's going to depend on what phase you are in your business if you just opened up five weeks ago you know again you're not going to do a crazy with internal marketing but i would set up these systems you know have this internal program it seems like we, we're always struggling to get new clients from outside and we forget about the existing ones. That's why I talk more about that. And you know, everybody's always talking about internet ads. Everybody reads about that. There's 100 books. There's a lot less talking about this internal marketing. But you got to do both. And sometimes, you know, really, I mean, if I wanted to, we could shut off the external and just do this internal after 14, 15 years and a big base of patients. We don't have to do any of this external anymore. We could run it only on the internal, but I'm still trying to grow the business. So we do both. Uh, but, you know, if you're new in practice, you got our newer business, you got to start off more external and you can move to more internal. But I'd still set up the systems for internal marketing in the beginning. You know, the direct mail piece, the birthday card program. You know, we've had a system in place where we just, you know, email the list to her every month at a certain day and she does this and that. And it's just a procedure set up. So it's really easy. And it's a lot easier when you have, you know, 100 clients. You know, our active list is, is 6,000 patients right now. You know, so it's a little more man to manage with all that. But we've had the systems for years with them that we know how this kind of works out. So, you know, get the systems set up early. But I gave you a lot of good ideas. Internally market your business. We talked about this before and it's in the book as well. But have that marketing calendar up. You're going to have it, you know, plan this out for the whole year. It's not, hey, what are we going to do in April? What are we doing in March? You know, you should know the big events you're doing. But you got to tweak it. Like this year is a good example. Easter is so early, April 1st. We usually tie in with Easter with this appreciation day. Uh, but my wife actually happens to be doing, you know, later Easter, uh, later Easter, later April as well. And then with the Easter being early and the wife being due in April, it just didn't make sense to do the appreciation day open house that month. So we moved it a little bit early to March to tie it in with St. Patrick's Day. 
and move something else to April. So that's why you got to plan out the whole year. A lot of people, it's just kind of too late. They're scrambling around. But that's why I preach that marketing calendar, planning this all out for the year. So anyway, set up your internal events and your external. You know, the old thing was to do two of each a month, something like that. But have a big internal event every month. Have the external stuff going on. Other external things, you know, in healthcare, other businesses, we talk about doing lectures and all that kind of stuff. We've talked about in other podcasts. But just think about setting up both calendars, internal and external. So it helps, I hope this helps you with internal and external marketing. There's actually a lot of good ideas on the website. So go to drjamesfetich.com. F-E-D-I-C-H, you can download, there's uh, some free downloads, right now we're offering a free video course on how to answer your phones, this goes to just about any business, yoga studio, coffee shop, how to handle the phones, but uh, written more for healthcare, and there's also a lot of free information, there's some internal events right on the blog, so click on the blog and there's a lot of free events, how we do events in the clinic there, you can get that for free on the site as well, so go check that out, we recently revamped it, so hopefully you like it, and thanks for listening in. Thanks for listening to Dr. J's Path to Success podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. For information, please visit drjamesfetish.com. Dr. James R. Fetish, Clinic Director at Village Family Clinic. His book, Secrets of a Million Dollar Clinic, is available on Amazon and online at hackettstownfamilyclinic.com or drjamesfetish.com, www.drjamesfetish.com. Dot com.